The AMEE conference gave me an incredible opportunity to meet some fantastic people from across the globe. In this episode, I speak to two of them and discuss life in general, fun things, and the global medical milieu. Thanks for tuning in. Two amazing friends who I uh, met during the AMEE conference, and here I am to discuss a few questions with them and find out more about what life is like in their respective countries. Okay, so uh, Pedro, let's start off uh, with our first question. Where where do you grow up and what do you love more most about your home city? Okay, so yeah, uh, as Ashik has said, my name is Pedro. I'm a medical student from Brazil. I'm actually my second year of medical student. And uh, I study, uh, my university is in this city I grew up in. So uh, I'm from Curitiba. It's a, uh, it's a city in southern Brazil. It has like 2 million people. So it's a fairly big city. And uh, yeah, I grew up here and now I'm studying here uh, medicine. Uh, I really love my city. I don't know if it's just because it's my hometown, but I really like it. It's, I mean, I think that uh, what I like most is that it's a big city. So you have lots of entertainment options, leisure options, but it is still a city with um, great uh, health care, with great quality of life. So I really like that. Uh, we, I can enjoy the, the best part about the big city that it has a lot, lots of options, lots of places to visit, but also it has a great quality of life. Beautiful. I love that answer. And Nancy, tell me more about where you are from in Japan. What do you love about it? Oh, actually, um, so hi, everyone. I'm uh, Nancy. Um, I Actually, I was born and raised in Vietnam. Do you know where it is? Oh, I love it. South, Southeast Asia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I um, I was in Vietnam until I am um, uh, 19. Uh, and then I moved to Japan to attend a medical school. Yeah, so actually, I'm Vietnamese. Um, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Vietnamese. Noodles are, are some of my favorite. Like, um, um, I've, I've always loved uh, Asian and Italian cuisine on my side. Um, right now, there's this great new Chinese restaurant I found in in my city. Just opened up, actually. We, in our since we live um, next to a harbor, we get a lot of um, a lot of people from all over the world coming in from unexpected places. Um, so that's a restaurant I really liked. Um, traditional food in my country, it's it's hard to pinpoint one exact um, tradition because we, we they call South Africa the rainbow nation because there's so many nations from all over the world. We have South, mm-hmm. South Asians, we have uh, Indians, we have Africans, we have um, 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 Malaysians. There's a wide, wide variety. Um, Europeans. So one, one dish that I really like is called biryani. It's a in South Asia, it's quite popular. It's like rice, like layers of rice, meat, vegetables, and with spices. And um, I think it's, it's a very much like our society in that we're a mix of things. And I, I really like it. What is a movie, TV show, or book that you love right now? Um, I think that right now I'm watching, actually, I just finished last week, I think. It's a series called Modern family uh-huh. <laughs> i think it's, it's really famous but i really love it you know 
I really like how the main character is the family as a whole. I don't think there's like one exact, there's not one character that is a main character. I think that uh, their relationship is what brings the series together and they have like such a good chemistry and I really like the series. So yeah. <laughs> great choice. Great choice. I, I need to watch the show. I, from the, the clips that I've seen, it looks hilarious, but I'm, uh, thank you for recommending that one to me, Pedro. You, Nancy? Oh, so last week I watched a movie called uh, The Midnight Sun, Sun, Sunlight, I guess. You know that movie? Mm-hmm. So it's about um, a couple um, where the, the, uh, the girlfriend, the girlfriend and a, a boyfriend. So a girlfriend had a disease, a skin, I think skin cancer that uh, make her cannot go outside when it's uh, when the sun, when the sun is up, so um, the couple just made each only can meet each other when at night, and um, yeah. So actually, it's a love story. Uh, quite. Really- is it a Japanese movie or? Uh, no, no, it's not. It's a I think it's American movie. Okay. So midnight sun. Like sun. Okay, I'll check that one. Thank you, Nancy. And um, speaking of uh, international exposure, uh, which is a country that you want to travel to next and why? Actually, uh, before I answer that question, I just wanted to recommend another series. Go for it. So in Netflix, there's a series called Most Beautiful Thing, Mm -hmm. which is a Brazilian series in Netflix. It's a really good series. It's about uh, uh, Rio. Uh, Rio de Janeiro in 1960 yeah approximately by the age and uh, uh, it was and it and its theme was just like in the when bossa nova which is Brazilian jazz appeared so the development of Brazilian jazz it's a fiction it's a fiction but it's a really nice uh, it's a really nice series I think that it um represents i really like the representation of brazil in that series so yeah that's a recommendation most beautiful thing which in portuguese would be coisa mais linda coisa coisa mais linda coisa mais linda am i saying that correctly yes you are a a big mistake i made when going to brazil was i thought the, the spanish would help me and i didn't realize that portuguese was the main language that was spoken Going back to the question about which place I'd like to visit next, I I I don't I think a place I'd really like to get to know is Russia. I think I'd really like to go to Russia, um, Saint Petersburg, because there's also like a really famous museum there. The I don't know if it's pronounced like that in English, but Her- Hermitage. I don't Hermitage know. Museum, yes. Yes, but I'd really like to visit that museum. Mm-hmm. And Russia in general, actually. I have a few good friends in Russia, actually. They, um, and if you do ever travel there at St. Petersburg, let me know and I can put you in contact with a few good people there. Okay, yeah, definitely will. And Nancy, what about you? Oh, so that's a very interesting question. Um, I think the country that I really want to go next is France. Uh, you know, this year um, there's a Olympic in Tokyo, right? Yeah. 
And the next Olympic is gonna be in France. Oh. And uh, yeah, I have a few friends now living in France and study uh, pharmacology. Mm -hmm. Pharmacology. So I really want to go there to visit my friends. Mm -hmm. And I also know that there is a very famous museum in France mm -hmm. where the um, the painting of uh, Leo da Vinci. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh yes, Leonardo da Vinci. Yeah, um, Mona Lisa, uh, Miss Mona Lisa. Is <laughs> the original version of that painting is um now located in uh France. So I really want to go to that museum. Yeah, to visit my friends mm -hmm. and to yeah go around enjoy the food. Mm -hmm. And actually, um, Vietnam, like in Vietnam, we used to have. In the past, uh, there is a war. Yes, <laughs> so, certainly. like, yeah, with um, you maybe many of you know the Vietnamese Vietnamese war, mm -hmm. and before American came to Vietnam, actually France also, um, the French people also come to Vietnam. So, in my home country, there's a lot of French, uh, archic, arch, um, like many French buildings and also French food. Mm. So I really want to go to France to see like um, the culture and the food and yeah, probably understand about the past. Um, that's interesting that you say that. I didn't know the French had such um, influence in Vietnam, uh, Nancy. Do you, what, 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 what French food do you like the most and would you, yeah. you want to try if you go to, to France? Oh, oh! I like I eat a lot of French food in Vietnam, but I don't know how to say it in English. Um, the one probably I eat French breakfast, like where you put uh, bread and you soak it into uh, egg and milk and like you fried it. Oh, I love it. How, how can I don't know how to describe it? I think it's it. called French, French toast, isn't toast, it? French toast, exactly. Okay. I love it with powdered sugar. What about you, Pedro? Are you a fan? I really like it, but uh, I don't really eat it that much because it's not a tradition here. It's not something we do uh, every day. We are on, on breakfast, for example, we eat a bread with uh, cheese and um, sometimes salami and yeah those kind of stuff we are it's not really our thing to eat french toast but i really like it interesting so it's more in the in the mornings you have like a lot of uh, a lot of meat in your um, um for your for your meals to start the day yeah it's not yeah i think that in, in every meal almost we have meat which which is kind of interesting it is actually um the here in in south africa we there's a lot of um grains in our breakfast you know like um uh oats wheat there's there's a, a, a lot of that um i think there's a strong emphasis on that because um, i guess historically um meat was very hard to to get for a lot of the poorer families so that's why we went to bread to wheat those kind of things what is one thing on your bucket list something that you really want to do um more than anything before you um, i think for me it would be I really like to get to know different cultures, different places. So I'd really, uh, I think what's on my bucket list is travel a lot. 
And I, I actually, I think that sometime in the future, I don't know when, it could be like 10, 20, or even 30 years from now, I think I'd really like to, I don't know, live abroad just to see uh, how different it is from here, you know, just to see, oh, what they do and what we do and what's similar, what's different. I think that would be really interesting to understand not only other cultures better, but understand my own better in uh, because we know that uh, inside our own culture, we do some things that we just don't realize we do. It's so natural to us. It comes so naturally to us that we don't even uh, have a perception of it. I think that uh, by doing that, I can understand myself and my culture better, if that makes sense. It does a lot, actually. And um, it's, it's fascinating how you say that you can learn more about your own culture by seeing what other cultures are like as well, Pedro you start to notice things about yourself that you didn't think about. That's very interesting. You've given me something to consider. You, Nancy, what about you? Yeah, me too. I, I also really like traveling. And um, yeah, like I spend most of my time in Asian countries and I've never been to the West. Mm -hmm. So I really want to, yeah. Do you think there's going to be a well, culture shock? Do you Can think it'll be a culture shock for you? Is it going to be, do you think there's going to be a big difference? No, I really enjoy like US, UK music and movies. And I really want to like really see um, the culture by my eyes, not only through screen, although it's, it's good enough. <laughs> yeah. And I, I really want to um, like enjoy the food and the culture. Yeah. And yeah, many things. Nice. That's, that's like, incredible. Yeah, I've heard that. <clears throat> yeah, like in the in the West, you have a culture of, um, like, you really celebrate uh, diversity mm -hmm. and like many people speak many languages and yeah, you have a lot of religions. Mm -hmm. But uh, like my from my own experience, I only lived in my home country in Japan, which is quite, you might say it, uh, homogeneous. So like, yeah, we, we kind of the same, <laughs> like we speak the same language. We don't have a lot of religions in our country. And I really like want to go to the country to enjoy the diversity of the people, the culture, and yeah, and many more. Remember to come to South Africa as well. We might, we might surprise, yeah. please do. And if you, if you, if any of you ever visit South Africa, I've told Pedro as well before, all of you are welcome to stay at my place as well. Wow. Yes, I just I like to add that. I just add that. Uh, yeah, if any of you come to Brazil, you can contact me and stay on my place. Stay on my place. Uh, but uh, I think that Brazil has a lot of the same as Ashik has said that ha that they have in South Africa. In here, I do think that we also have like a mix of different cultures. I do think that here we have uh, a more influenced we have um, a bigger influence from europe and africa rather than asia mm -hmm. uh, so but we do also have uh, a lot of uh, asia heritage asian heritage here but i think that yeah the biggest the biggest ones would be from europe and africa and yeah uh, uh, it was really interesting what Nancy has said because in here we we really do have a mix of cultures and we get sometimes we get some uh, traditions from 
for example, we get a tradition from one country, another tradition from another, and it, it end up, ends up just being a mix. So, yeah, I really, that really gave me something to think about. Yeah, that's very interesting. It is. I, I actually, actually read somewhere once that um, Brazil has the largest popula Japanese population outside of Japan, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah. yeah, I heard that too. Yeah, that is, we heard we hear that a lot. And uh, my state actually, I think that my state is one of the biggest has one of the biggest Japanese population outside of uh, Japan. I think they are. I'm from a state called Paraná, mm -hmm. and uh, in here we also do. Actually, near my house, there's a um, there's a square called Japan's Square. Oh, and yeah. uh, we have like and it's a really beautiful park yeah it's a park it's a really beautiful park and um, we have cherries we have like cherry trees and we have uh, in the middle of an, uh, a a Japanese styled building uh, a Jap uh, building and a Japanese architecture so yeah that's that's really nice Oh well, then Nancy. Have you ever eaten sushi? I love sushi. Yes. What's what's your favorite type of sushi? I like the the one with salmon in it. Yeah, I really like that too. <laughs> I like salmon and squid. Oh, squid! What icky? Icky? You think icky? Right? Is that the word? Ika. For yeah. Ika okay. yeah. Yeah. Oh. Ika in Japanese. Oh, you're talking my language, Nancy. <laughs> what is your favorite part about medical school? Brazil, I don't know if it's the same in other countries, but in Brazil, medical students have a fame of being cocky. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, it is kind of true. <laughs> it is kind of true. And, uh, but um, I do think that in here, medical students, they, uh, when they want something, they can really unite and uh, request and um, try their best to make sure what their needs are could be attended. Um, I do think that we have like a lot of union sometimes. I mean, uh, we, because we have this fame of being cocky, uh, we don't really like each other, but when it comes, when we need each other, we unite and uh, we unite towards a bigger goal. So yeah, that's one thing interesting about um, <laughs> medical, medical school here in Brazil. We have exactly the same situation. <laughs> you have no idea. Um, we, our university is actually famous for our protests are rioting before because of that reason because we work so well together we we organize um protests very well i'm an international student in japanese school so like um like how can i say i actually i don't know much about them but i like i can tell you from my experience that uh, in japanese medical school there are a lot of clubs mm. like uh, clubs and there is a culture in Japanese medical school is that you have senior, senior and junior relationship. Mm -hmm. Probably you know that senpai, kohai mm -hmm. in Japanese. Oh, well, you know that. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Um, so, like before exams, usually junior, junior students uh, go to club activity and ask uh, their 
senpai, you may say the senior student for like a uh, past year examination questions. <laughs> <laughs> Even here. Do we have that in the country? Yeah, actually we have that in Vietnam also. Uh, but uh, yeah, but instead of going to the club activity, you, you we can buy it at the photocopy shop. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like that. <laughs> do you have that thing in your medical school? Exactly. You didn't know. Exactly. exactly the same. Exactly. Oh, wow. In fact, um, it's very good. Some of the best advice you can get is from your the students who are like one year above you because they know all the secrets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So actually, yeah. the main purpose of a medical student to join a club activities to meet their senior students and like asking uh, any kind of advice that they may have to yeah to pass the test to like uh yeah rotate more smoothly to handle teachers like difficult teachers and yeah how to uh yeah like survive through the courses i I love that (laughs) it's these universal experiences that i love to share between people um on the flip side what is something that really annoys you about medical school um for me i think it's uh something that is really specific to my university no i don't think that it represents brazilian medical schools in general but in my university a situation that is that i think uh really stands out is that um our professors they have a lot of power i think that our professors can decide to do whatever they want to do with their lectures and their subjects and uh, our dean's office and our uh, course administration, they don't really do much. I mean, uh, if, if if a professor breaks a rule, sometimes nothing will happen because of it. The professor can get away with it with no problem. So I think that's something that really annoys uh, me because sometimes there, for example, if your professor doesn't like you, sometimes he may not pass you on a subject that you really need to pass. Otherwise, you, you will graduate late. And he doesn't he doesn't pass you just because he didn't like you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that sometimes it creates that situation. Uh, but being honest, those situations are really uncommon. But it may happen. So yeah, I think that we sh- uh, one thing that annoys me is that my uh, my dean's office in my university isn't really uh, strong. They their decisions I don't think that uh, are powerful to to influence or to make the university a better place, a better teaching, uh, to make it in a better teaching environment. Specifically, um, it's about how to evaluate attendance and participant of students in class. So usually sometimes teacher only check your attendance. And if you attend a class, uh, you can have full score. But some teachers like ask for more advanced uh, like uh, participation. For example, you have to raise question. You have to um, like uh, how can I say teach uh, a friend or like ask question if you have. But like um, you know, there are many types like many way to participate in discussion. Like some people really actively ask question. And some people like more, how can I say, they 
they they are they are preparing and like participate in the discussion but not so uh like how can you say appealing mm -hmm. they're not appealing objection from the teachers and other friends and um so it's quite weird that uh, like there are more than 100 students in our class but only five students got like kind of good enough score about the, the participant the participation and that that teacher like judge other students but almost all students that we don't really participate in class mm -hmm. and like in that course our grade was so bad mm -hmm. and yeah and we don't know why like uh we are evaluated like that and like not so many people happy and only that five students have kind of good score in participation are like because um they go to the professor's office room and ask like in person you know so actually uh, they also really contribute to the discussion of everyone but like they just appealing to the doctor that yeah i'm participating in class i'm interested in your class and they have good score so people get angry with the teacher but mm -hmm. that teacher like doesn't really explain to us before the class so like people say that it's unfair yeah yeah, yeah. that is you know as <laughs> this nancy um it's bringing back some memories for me as well just a few weeks ago um, we had, uh, we were doing our pediatrics rotation and the attendance, the, the doctors would only give us a good in attendance score if we made an improvement to the hospital somehow, but they didn't tell us that before we came into the rotation. So we had to find that out for ourselves. Yeah, I mm. see. It's quite unfair to like not be informed, right? Hmm. Exactly. No, I I know I know that feeling. I really like the questions. I think that um yeah, it was nice to talk about uh, how uh, things work here and how it is in other places and other cultures. I really liked it. And I'm I'm glad you did. Me too. So I myself a like, international student. Hmm. So I really like. Uh, how can I say, interested in listening to like uh, studying medicine in many places. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, and yeah, I think, um, how can I say, the culture, the language and um, of the place you, we are studying medicine, like really shape our future, our like identity as a doctor in the future. So I really enjoy like listening to your stories. Thank you so so much, Pedro and Nancy. I really appreciate this. You you um you all on the on the group mean so much to me, and I'm so glad we we got to become uh, close friends through this experience. Yeah, yeah I it's... joined this conference quite late this year, so yeah, it's so nice. Probably this is the first time or the second time where we meet virtually, virtually, yeah. So yeah, please, please have a lot of activities. I'm so excited to meet you all. Yeah. Okay, then it's a plan. Do you, do you have time? <laughs>
And there you have it, folks, a fun conversation with Nancy and Pedro, two of my close friends. I look forward to other discussions just like this with them. If you want to hear more of our humorous banter, feel free to subscribe and tune in whenever. We've got your back.